0: you're listening to go in places and making friends a half travel podcast half interview podcast where you'll be learning alongside me your host Cassidy as I travel the world and have deep conversations with the friends I meet along the way now let's get to it hello and welcome so I wrote this episode just a couple days ago, on my very first full day in Paris, and I wrote it because I want to give space for the very real grief that I feel. And some people might scoff and tell me, first of all, that I did this to myself, and second, that I have nothing to be sad about, I'm in Paris. Yes, (laughs) I know. But it's important to me to be honest with both myself and anyone listening. And the truth is, I feel a deep sadness in me. And yeah, at the same time, I also feel excitement, fear, nervousness, and deep, deep gratitude. So I'm usually the person that looks on the bright side of things, and I usually follow up with any negative thoughts with something positive. But today, I'm gonna try not to do this. I'm going to just give myself space to feel the grief that I feel without invalidating it with any sort of silver lining speak. I think it's important that with any content I produce that there is authenticity and realness in it It's not just sunshine and crepes. Life is sometimes both sad and happy and almost always confusing. So let's talk about that. I am currently in a mourning period. I'm mourning a 10 year chapter I chose to close back in Portland, Oregon. And I'm also in a period of reflection because that chapter was really fucking good. It's sort of hard for me to admit this because I'm a fiercely independent person, but the biggest sadness in me right now has to do with the ending of my relationship. Unfortunately last summer, it became clear that we were on different paths in life and that we essentially had an expiration date. If any of you are How I Met Your Mother fans, the resemblance to Ted and Robin's breakup before she went to Argentina was uncanny. So we broke up in August. but. Decided to get back together shortly after because the thing was that even though I knew I didn't want to stay in Portland I didn't have any immediate plans to go. So why break up? But then after a few months (laughs) Something in me was just telling me it was time to go So we broke up again and this breakup wasn't anything I've experienced before because there were no ill feelings It was just a tragic situation of wrong place, wrong time. And I still very much love him, but we have different priorities and it wouldn't be fair to either of us. What makes the situation even harder is that we came to Paris together in 2019. And now I'm driving by all these places we visited and sitting in the same parks we took photos in. We had such an amazing time together and it was all joy and smiles. And everywhere I turn, I'm reminded of how well we worked together, how well we traveled together, and just how much fun we had together. I'm incredibly grateful for our years together and the trips that we did take. I'm incredibly grateful for the love we had and our relationship. And because it was all so good, I am grieving it. I am feeling a hole that has been left in my life. Because not only did we break up while still loving each other, I chose to move across the freaking world. Part of me definitely thought closure would come with miles, and of course that was a silly expectation. I am still very much grieving this loss. And I love you, B. And of course, that's not the only thing I'm grieving. For the majority of the last 10 years, I've been connected to a group of friends that have been critical to my happiness. I met Caitlin, Jules, Phil, and Sav in college when we all took part in an extracurricular activity and the group chat has honestly been going strong ever since. I think we first really bonded over our love of board game nights, and when I'm reflecting back on what I'm going to miss most about these guys is the hours of fun we had playing games and competing against each other. I affectionately named this group The Fam, first because it was much easier to reference us all as a group, but also mainly because these people literally became my family. So this grieving process actually started back early in the year when us girls, sorry Phil, (laughs) all met up for coffee in the middle of a work day. I literally don't know what the chances were that we were all free on a whim to get coffee, but we did. And we met up and I told them that I was seriously going to go to France. And then Jules told us that she was very serious about moving to New York to be closer to her brother. And we already knew that Caitlin and her partner Greg had plans to move to LA in the fall. So with three out of the five people in the group with serious intentions to leave Portland, we all looked at each other with sadness in our eyes, knowing that this chapter was on its way to closing. That things were never going to be the same. So the days ticked by, the bucket list grew and grew, and it became more and more real. And now we're living apart, our friendships strained by time zones and busy lives. I'm going to miss so much hanging out at the park together, our game nights, getting too drunk off mimosas while watching musicals, and and getting into deep philosophical conversations about life and social justice, and going ghost hunting, and just all of the things that we loved doing with each other. We were, and are, such a mashup of personalities, skills, passions, and life stories and lessons. There was literally never a dull moment. I love you guys, and I'm really grieving being away from you all. Okay, so it's time to talk about my dog. I've been avoiding this topic on my social media because I know it's totally fair game for all of the judgment and I judge myself for it too. I've asked my Aunt Sarah to take my dog Buffy for a year while I travel. I understand that this is not okay and that it's totally fucked up and honestly my only advice is that you should not get a dog until you're ready to settle down. Like literally I should not have thought about getting her until I was ready to have a baby because she is my baby. And I'm very fortunate enough to have an amazing family member that will take care of her while I, like, go live out my youth. And I'm grieving this. I feel so guilty for adopting her before I was truly ready and for leaving her for this time. There were nights before I left that I would just hold her and cry and tell her that I was so sorry for what was coming and that I wish I could explain it to her. I wish she could understand what was happening. I wish I could explain to her why strangers were coming and hauling away all of our belongings. And on some level, I wish that I was different. I wish I was the type of person who didn't feel this constant urge to go. And so I'm mourning my own inability to be the dog mom that she deserves. And I'm also sitting across from a huge park in Paris and see all these dogs around and I'm just grieving so much being away from my best friend, my little nugget. I wish I could share this experience with you Buffy and I love you. Okay, just a couple more things and to be honest this one is a little materialistic because it's literally about the materials that I used to possess. I would be lying if I didn't say that I grieved during the process of selling everything I owned. I was emotionally connected to a lot of things that I had for a very long time. It was such a weird experience watching strangers buy my things for a percentage of what I bought them for. It was such a weird experience separating out my emotional attachment to an item and the value that it held. I think I'm mostly grieving those things now though, because they sort of represented a type of safety net for me. While yes, I can always go home, there's not much there that could now make a home for me. I'm going back to a couple of bins and two boxes, that's it. And I also think that there's this weird grief that I feel regarding this new emotional awareness, that things don't matter at all. (laughs) I've mentioned on my TikTok and Instagram that I literally had so much stuff. Like I have no idea how I fit it all into my 700 square foot apartment. And so this grief is sort of for this old version of myself that needed all of those things. I'm not really sure how to explain it, I just know that it was hard to get rid of everything But it's also hard now knowing that I don't ever want that much stuff ever again. Okay, so there's one final thing I want to give space to here. And that's the grief that I'm expecting to feel very soon. I am incredibly close with my father and I know it's going to be very difficult for me to not have the ability to call him whenever I want to ask him dumb questions like how to pump gas, and to call him to hear his calming words when I'm upset or just to tell him funny stories about my day. I don't think I've ever really given myself time to fully think about this because as I'm writing this, the grief is already starting to bubble up and I'm feeling this sadness around this that I just haven't had the time or energy to feel before. My father is such an important part of my life and I'm incredibly sad that time zones and international calling is going to get in the way of our relationship and friendship. I love you dad and I'm going to miss you so much. So obviously there are other things that I'm grieving as well, but for the most part these are the things that are really weighing heavy on me at the moment. And honestly just writing this episode and and this blog post has already helped me start to process it all. So I'd like to challenge you to do some reflection on your own. Forget about what you're supposed to feel like and really give yourself space. Give yourself the space to sit with your feelings and work through them. And remember that you can feel both sad and happy. Until next time.